stuck in your venture, feeling isolated as an entrepreneur and know that you can be making and doing more? Whether you're a nooks and cranny entrepreneur or full on, this podcast offers quick, actionable tips and tricks for new and emerging entrepreneurs to move your business venture forward and make more dollars out of sense. Guided success for entrepreneurs with your host, Sheila T. Welcome to Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with Sheila D. Last week, we wrapped up the topic of hiring, and this week, we're talking about the notion of the self-made entrepreneur or the self-made millionaire or billionaire. I know you all are thinking, but I know self-made millionaires and self-made entrepreneurs, and I'm quite sure you do. I do too. But why do we call it self-made when really no one ever has become successful in a bubble? all by themselves. It's an interesting term. And oftentimes we see someone's success as overnight, self-made. They put up a video, created a product, or invented something, and wham, millionaire. The reality of this is there was a lot of blood, sweat and tears, failures, no's, rejection, and heartache to get to the place that we see them, the overnight success. And the danger of holding on to the notion of self-made is it can have the power to influence unconsciously, unconsciously to think that we don't need help. It's a weakness. We should be able to pull this off all by our lonesome. And often we wait too long or worse, never to get help. Self-made entrepreneurs or self-made millionaires uh, make sure they surround themselves with smart people, hire out help, tap mentors, a lot of them, and have a coach. Early on in my entrepreneurial journey, I had this view that I needed to do everything myself to validate my success, which I look back and think, what an incredibly stupid thought. I also had this idea that what I was doing was so special, so novel that I didn't share it with potential mentors. Somehow I had the idea that no one ever thought of, you know, whatever I was doing completely untrue. And that if I shared my vision that I would lose something by doing so. Now I've certainly grown a whole lot since then and found the value in not only mentors, a coach, but brainstorming and tapping others that have been farther down the road than I at the point I was in. And this process is ongoing. As you grow, of course, so do the mentors that you seek and the kind of coach that you need. It's important to have people in your corner, so to speak, as there will always be naysayers. You're too young to have a business. You're too old to start a business. You don't have enough knowledge, talent, resources, etc. Now for some, this can be fuel. Go ahead, tell me I can't, and then they make it happen. There are self-made entrepreneurs everywhere, going back to the self-made for a moment, and and maybe the naysayers. Uh, Ray Kroc, he was 52 years old when he was a milkshake machine salesman, you know, which they had back then. And he bought a little hamburger business from two brothers, while McDonald's became one of the greatest global conglomerates. J.K. Rowling, single mother living with her parents at 28 years old, find, found her solace in an old typewriter. You know, did she just write incredible stories and become a billionaire overnight? Well, no. She had 12 major publishers reject her book, the first book, before one small publisher accepted it. And it wasn't until she was 32 that the first Harry Potter book was published. Her parents helped, of course, and for her, she had to hit rock bottom to rebuild her life and seek out resources. 
And then, of course, there is Harlan David Sanders, which no one would ever think would become successful, certainly not a millionaire. Fired from dozens of jobs, he started a restaurant only to go bankrupt at 65 years old. But he was confident in his ability and his recipe for fried chicken and Kentucky Fried Chicken was born. Another, Walt Disney, was fired from an early job for not having any good ideas. And there are dozens more. If any of these folks would have listened to the naysayers or gave up their dreams and kept it to themselves, we wouldn't have the stories to tell. And of course, the commonality for all these folks is, yes, while they were self-made in in being the driver and the go-getter, they surrounded themselves with the right resources, the right people, and didn't let those naysayers come in. So what's the point? Well, turning a dream, your dream, into reality takes time, effort, learning from others, maybe accepting help from others, faith, and a load of patience when patience probably isn't your thing. If your business didn't take off last year, or perhaps you had to close shop, there is always opportunity to begin again. Maybe it's different, maybe it's new, but it's never too late to find your purpose even if you're in the seventh innings. Learn the lessons, seek out resources, mentors, and a coach. And the same advice goes when your business is flourishing. There is always more to know, more to learn, and more to share. I certainly hope your business is growing, as are you right alongside it. And of course, all here, just for you listeners, is the 21% off of the Financial Roadmap for Entrepreneurs course. And if you have questions, you can always book a bit of time with me. The link for both is in the show notes. I'm Sheila T. Until next time, wishing you a fabulous week.